I think about it all the time when I have to make investments. What am I investing in? Right? I'm investing in the person. This is the playbook. My second year of law school, my oldest brother died. And I went back home and I told my mom, sorry, that I wanted to quit law school. Right? Because I had been looking and I, I got offered a job to sell um, golf clubs in, to Asia. And it was $60,000 a year plus commission. That's a lot of money when you're going 100,000 into debt in a recession in the early 90s. And so I went home and my mom told me another great piece of advice. She said, I'm not gonna let you quit. She said, I go, yeah, well, I'm taking loans. I can quit. I don't wanna take those loans, so I'll find the money. I said, well, no, you can't find the money. You can barely pay for what we have. And I got younger siblings that wanna go to Harvard and Penn and Columbia. So she said, Dave, if you're not gonna invest in yourself, what are you ever gonna invest in, right? That, man, it still hits me, because I think about it all the time when I have to make investments. What am I investing in, right? I'm investing in the person. But you have to understand time and tolerance, uh, risk tolerance, and after you have the time and risk tolerance factor taken in place, then you have to look at the skills that you wanna develop, the knowledge that you wanna acquire, and what inspires you. It is a place that can teach you that you must be what you can be. There's so many things that you can acquire skills-wise that are not just in the classroom, and so many things knowledge-wise that you can learn not just in the classroom. So if you have and understand your focus of skills, knowledge, and desire, just apply it to how our education has changed, the college experience has changed, and you will realize there's areas that you now can develop your skills in a much more efficient, effective, and statistically successful way. So you need to study that calendar, look at it with a lens of productivity and accessibility of how hard or how much investment are you gonna make in yourself today? Straight out, old fashioned, what am I willing to do? I hate the word sacrifice. People use it all the time. Oh, you know, I said, you don't sacrifice anything. That's a negative void. You invest in yourself. If you're not going to invest in yourself, what are you ever going to invest in? Think about it. What are you ever going to invest in? So when you sit there and say, this is hard. I can't do it. There's so many things to look at. There's, I can't. No, 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 no. You make the investment in yourself. The hard is what's good. And it doesn't have to be all hard on you. You can learn what was hard on other people. I lost over $100 million because I didn't think I needed or wanted a mentor or a coach. Yeah. And the irony is I'm sitting there in, you know, running one of the most notable sports agencies in the world. Every one of my athletes has superior talent than anyone else in the world. And yeah. You know all the big names. They all had coaches to be great. Right. And here's the irony is that when I became a coach myself and, you know, mentor so many different people, I transitioned a lot of professional athletes into the business world, into entrepreneurship. It's amazing how many uh, of the athletes are still resistant to personal development or investing in themselves. I'm like, That's and, and then it's like a shock to them. I said, hey, uh, how'd you become such a great baseball player? Did, did you ever have a pitching coach? Yeah, since I was five. Oh, and so you think you're just going to get into the business world and you don't need a coach anymore, that you'll figure it out. I think there's more variables in entrepreneurship than there is in pitching. Yep. Uh, and there's a lot more people trying to stop you. You know, the way I would analogize it to someone is imagine being a pitcher, but like every 
three feet, there was someone that was throwing stuff at you. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, right. Surprised you stealing your ball, right. you know, like, whatever it would be. Um, so investing in yourself is one of the great takeaways. There's a million great ideas out there, right? I got a TV show. It's the number one digital business show, right? Elevator pitch. I get pitched all the time. I fund more deals than most people. I got two different funds and I personally am an angel investor. 90 some percent of the time, I'm investing in one thing, just the people. Because I know most of the time the idea that the person is presenting to me is not the idea that's gonna end up as, right? I know Google was an optimization tool, Yahoo was an index tool. All these different companies have evolved And guess what made them evolve? That person, the person that I was going to invest in. And I'm looking to see if they're investing in themselves. What do you have into this? What do you have into this? When a guy tells me, oh, well, I've been bankrupt and this and this and goes through the whole thing. And I'm living on my friend's couch. I'm thinking to myself, man, that seems like someone that's consistent every day, persistent without quit, enjoying the pursuit of his potential. That's somebody I want to invest into. I don't really care about the idea because this guy is going to do whatever it takes. This woman is going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode in any way or found any value, screenshot it, share it, however you like. My only ask is you help me empower others to empower others to be happy.